I V M. News Kids on the Block. We bring to you stories that top the nation's papers, fresh from the Sen International School and IVM desk. Hi, I'm Kavya. I'm Anya. And I'm Trivik. And welcome to this episode of News Kids on the Block, where we'll give you all the top news updates of the week. And we haven't—I actually haven't done a COVID update in a while because last week we didn't do one, and the week before Trivik did it. So I thought I'd reclaim my throne and do it this week. Um, so we'll we'll start with some positive COVID news. Where Bhuvaneshwar, the capital of Odisha, became the first city in India to vaccinate 100% of their eligible population with both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine, and they administered 18,37,586 doses of the vaccine. And their set target was 18 lakh, so they passed the target. And they also additionally vaccinated about one lakh migrant workers with the first dose of the vaccine. And I think while we talk a lot about the effects of the second wave of COVID. In bigger cities like Mumbai and Delhi, at the end, it's been Bhuvaneshwar that has um, become the first city in the entirety of India to vaccinate the eligible population. So that's awesome. Well, I'm going to be stealing the COVID update right back from Kavya, and let's go overseas for this one where we've done an India update. But now we're going to talk about New York City, and New York City will become the first U.S. city to require proof of at least one dose of the coronavirus vaccine. For a variety of activities for workers and customers, indoor dining, gyms, and performances, this has been implemented to put pressure on people to get vaccinated. Mayor Bill De Blasio announced on Tuesday morning. Uh, while New York is the first um, to do this, I expect to see this happening not only across the entirety of the U.S. but also across the world. Because if you think about it realistically, giving people an incentive to take the vaccine is probably one of the most efficient ways of getting people to take the vaccine. So um, yeah, kind of a give and take thing here. But yeah, please, if you are eligible, please do get the vaccine as it'll definitely be a big step in getting rid of COVID. And with that, we'll take a short break. Don't go anywhere because we'll be right back. Welcome back to News Kids on the Block. Kavya and Trivik have been arguing too much over this whole COVID update, and I refuse to be a part of it. So I have decided to create my own update. So welcome to the Olympic update. We'll start with hockey. Um, both the Indian men and women's team made it to the semi-finals of their respective campaigns. Hockey has been our most successful sport at the Olympics for the men's team, at least. And that being said, we last won in 1980, which is a while ago. Our men's team lost to Belgium on Tuesday morning, five-two. Um, the match was very evenly set. I actually watched the whole thing, and it was a very tight match. We were even ahead of them at some point, and by the end of the, by halftime. Uh, we were tied to all, but unfortunately, at the end, Belgium got the better of us. It was a no risk, no reward situation, and unfortunately, our risk did not pay off this time. Luckily, however, our men in blue will have a fighting chance to win the bronze on Thursday. We are recording this on Wednesday, so hopefully, we'll have some good news um, by then. The women's team, on the other hand, made history by coming to the quarterfinals for the first time, and this was, of course, courtesy of a beautiful jag flick from Gurjeet Kaur. Unfortunately, earlier today on Wednesday, they. Lost to Argentina two one, which means that they too will be forced to play against Great Britain for the bronze. I think if there's anything to learn from this, or specifically the women's team, is that I really like this. It was you have to lift weights, make jump shots, box, throw discs, and drag flick like a girl. Speaking of jump shots, PV Sindhu wins bronze, making history as the first Indian woman. 
to win back to back olympic medals making all of us very very proud well trivik i refuse to have you take over and hijack my olympic update and i'm determined to take it back so let's talk about the javelin throw event india actually had two participants this year um shivpal singh unfortunately failed to qualify but neeraj chopra kept india has kept india in the hunt for our maiden coveted track and field medal obviously um history can tell us that track and field hasn't necessarily been our forte in it and we haven't been dominant in it forget you know having like constant athletes in it and this olympics were definitely on the last 10 years we definitely seen a shift with that um and so neeraj chopra in his olympic debut reached a mark of 86.65 meters um and he will hopefully do the same or he hopes he do the same at the finals and medal or no medal it's definitely a huge step and a huge advancement when it comes to our place in sports and in athletics specifically and of course he'll definitely do us proud either way well moving into another sport which you know involves re- releasing a sharp pointy object but this one is archery and archery saw many you know the archery has been concluded now but one story i found particularly interesting about india was the that during this olympics india witnessed their very own power couple take everybody by storm and i i know this is not the first occasion where two where a married couple has both taken place in the olympics it's just the first one i've heard of and dipika kumari and atanu das competed in women's archery and male archery respectively typical so give it to you that wasn't a too bad of a pun but i yeah, i was watching the atanu das match and i saw dipika kumari cheering him on from the side which was really sweet but uh, so can you tell us how far they went in the competition both halves of the couple's olympic journey ended in the quarter final sadly where kumari the world's number 1 was sadly defeated by an san from south korea the eventual winner of the gold medal Das on the other hand fell out of the competition against Japan's very own Takahura Furukawa the 2012 Olympic silver medalist following his exit from the Tokyo Olympics Das spoke in an interview and he said we are a powerful couple we lost in, the, in this olympics year but from now we will play the game differently we have learned so many things in the past few years and we know how to deal with pressure I expect much more to come from this power couple over the next few years. Thanks Rivik and with that um let's move to some international olympic stories and I think the one that stood out to me the most was Marcel Jacobs from Italy. He produced a life-changing performance for him I'm sure when he won the 100 meters men track and field final in the 2020 Olympics and he set a record with a time of 9.80 seconds and i think what makes this even more special not only for him but for us and people all over the world as well is that he beat the time of the legend Usain Bolt and i think as i don't know about anyone else but i have grown up hearing that about Usain Bolt being the fastest and him being unbeatable and i think i've held, held him up there as well and the fact that someone has done it quicker than him is really burst a bubble for me at least but that's a really amazing achievement and i'm sure he's really really proud and with that we'll take a short break and that will be the end of our olympic update and we'll be right back after the break
Well, I'm here to take over with some national news. Um, after a very, 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 very long wait, CBSC results have finally been declared. So a huge shout of relief to all of our fellow students out there, and we wish you all the best for whatever comes next. Um, but something that I read about this was a very sad and eye-opening moment. Um, some data from the National Crime Records Bureau shows us that more than twenty-four thousand children between the ages of fourteen to eighteen died of suicide. between 2017 and 2019 um and of these incidences 4000 students committed suicides due to failure in exams and then the next two reasons were love and then illness um i think that kind of sums up a student's life though honestly those three causes they really do um this article by swat by the swaddle notes the steady increase in the number of suicides each year and i think that just reading this article it once again brings into question the effect of exams and how this like how they have this like drastic impact on the lives of students based on the immense pressure that is concentrated around students and it just creates so much chaos and tension So um firstly if it all becomes too much please talk to someone it's okay to let the pressure off for a moment and even more and i think like just a reminder to every student out there that you are so much more than your marks like your marks are a very very small part of who you are so don't lose sight of yourself when it comes to those marks but yes a great piece of news when it comes to the cbse results i think that all of our fellow students finally have some time and some scope to move forward um speaking of move forward and i'm just going to quickly jump into this other much here and i'll say something here too yeah okay perfect please thank you yeah and i completely agree with you i was just thinking about it on a bigger scale that there's so much stress and anxiety at the end of the day it just leads to a paper that lasts for 2 hours or maybe a little more but it's um obviously it's a big deal but like anna said if you are ever facing any stress or something that you feel like you can't handle please talk to someone as it really really helps I also agree with what both of you have said. Well, our next story, I know Bhavya did say we have no Olympic stories left, and I would say this isn't as much about the Olympics as it is a political situation. And what I mean by that, let me explain to you. So, the Belarus Olympic athlete Kristina uh, Szymanowska has received a humanitarian visa from Poland after she criticized some Olympic officials and was threatened with being sent back to Belarus. Poland's foreign deputy minister tweeted on Monday that Kristina was in direct contact with the Polish diplomats and that she had been a, given a humanitarian visa to Poland. He said, and I quote, "Poland will do whatever is necessary to help her continue her sporting career." Thanks, Trevor. And that will bring us to the last story for today. And this is a really, really sweet and heartwarming and cute story that I happened to come across, and I was like, I definitely have to put this in because not only is this something that I really um, love, like that's something that I'm passionate about, but something that I thought would make everyone really happy. So it's about uh, an orangutan, and you might be thinking, oh wow, no, I don't care about orangutan, Kavya. But listen, it's a really cute story. Um, so there was this girl that had gone to a zoo, and she was in the orangutan enclosure when she bent down to look at some orangutans that were under the rail, and her sunglasses fell on the floor. And the one of the mom, the mama orangutans, she climbed down from a rock. She kind of took the sunglasses in her hand, played around with it, inspected it, and um, she. Then went back to her rock and she wore the sunglasses. This is actually on film. I really encourage you to go watch it after this. It's really really sweet. And she put the sunglasses on and she started posing. It looked like she was posing. Obviously, she wasn't doing it with the intention of that. But it looked like she was striking some poses. And um, it really just blew my mind away because 
they are so much smarter than we think. And the fact that the orangutan was able to figure out where to put it, how to put it, and it was the right side up as well. She put it the right side up. Even I can't do that, Kavya. Even I can't wear glasses the right side up. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. So yeah, I really do go watch it. It put a smile on my face and I really, really hope it does on yours as well. But that is all that we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of News Kids on the Block. Don't forget to tune in to us every Friday for our fresh take on the news from across the globe. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. We'll see you next week. But till then, do share this episode with your folks. Stay safe. And don't forget to do your homework because our school started now. Yay!